0: My name is Josephine and I'm 12 years old. My name is Isaac, I'm 14 years old. (laughs) My name is Christopher, I'm 14 years old. My name is Susan, I'm 12 years old. My name is Grace and I'm 12 years old. My name is Maureen, I'm 12 years old. I'm Vincent, I'm 14 years old. I'm Caleb and I'm eleven. My name, my name
1: is Dora and I'm 12 years old. I'm Charles, I'm 14 years old. from East Africa.
0: Next, you are going to have a creative dance, and it is about Noah's Ark. Thank thing. Letec and it means God is great. Letec, la comme la plette, hallelujah. Plette, la comme la plette.
2: that group they are and they have no idea i try and tell them as much as i can but for little kids to understand how big of a blessing they can be to other people (laughs) you gotta hammer it in because they (laughs) but they they just do such a great job so i'm glad you're enjoying it the children they're going to get changed for the second half of the performance Um, i'm going to talk to you just a little bit more about our organization and exactly why we're here like i said before we are a christ-centered nonprofit, and we seek to meet the needs of the poor in developing countries We work in nine different countries and we have many different programs. We range from uh, ministries and survival packs where we take specific necessities to families in need um, in in remote areas that have no access to um, our sponsorship program, which is what the Ugandan Orphan's Choir is all about and that's exactly why we're here. We are here to represent how powerful education can be in a child's life and the opportunity that that education can give them and these children are all an example of that. They're all living a life of victory right now. And um, yeah, and, and they're knowing the Lord and they're able to pursue, actively pursue an education and have dreams. And it's such a powerful thing. And they want to be amazing, amazing things when they grow up. And it's, it inspires me, and, it, and they're here to inspire you. Yes. Um, And we just believe education is that pivotal part, you know, it can set a life on track, on that right track, and it can keep that life maintaining that track and continuing on to be something great. Yeah. I'm going to share a quick story with you, and it's about a boy named John Bosco. And um, John, when we first learned of John, he was a member of a family of four. Four siblings who we learned had recently just become orphaned. And um, John and his siblings lived in Uganda, This was about 10 years ago we first learned of John. And when child care in Uganda, went staff went to see how they could meet the needs of this family, they found John and his three siblings and they were living in a small, small, small home. And they were covered in filth and they just had nothing. They they had literally been left with nothing. And um, they went inside to see this home a little bit closer and all that was there was this mat laid out on the floor. And this is where they slept they had a blanket that covered this mat. And there was also this dress that, um, that they used as a sheet. And what child care had learned was that this dress belonged to their mother. And so their father had long been passed many years before. And their mother just recently followed. Um, leaving these children, they were on their own when we found them for two whole weeks. Um, doing the best they could to, to meet the needs of each other and to um, maintain their life. But they had, you know, the oldest, John's oldest sister, Esther, she was 10 years old. And um, they were just, they had run out of options. Um, so thankfully, the good part about this story, there's a victory here. Um, Childcare was able to bring these children into one of their children's villages, actually a place where a lot of our kids are from. So they, a lot of them know John. Um, and they were able to give them, first and foremost, sh- their physical needs, food, shelter, water. They were given guidance and love that they hadn't seen in a few weeks. And they were able to meet Jesus and... Um, Yeah, it was just an amazing time for these kids, and and with that opportunity, they were also all four of them were each found a sponsor, Um, yes, which meant that these kids were given the opportunity to go to school, pursue an education, have dreams, and um, John John Bosco is actually kind of famous because he was a member of our very first choir, and so that was seven, I think, eight years ago now. John came to America. He was just like these kids, tiny little guy, kinda like Caleb, and um, you know has this energy and these smiles that don't quit. And he was able to fight for this cause because he was given that opportunity. And now John is 17 years old. He's still in high school, he's receiving his education, and um, he wants to be a businessman when he grows up. Yeah, and so, so he's gonna, yeah. So John has a very big dream. And because he was given the opportunity, he's pursuing it. He's actively pursuing it. And he's going to continue on. He's going to be a powerful person when he grows up. Because these kids know, they know how important this opportunity is. Because when you have nothing and you're given that glimmer of an opportunity, you will hold on to it as hard as you can. And you're going to pursue it with all your might. And these kids are given, um, one of the great parts about this program is they're given a Christian character to build that opportunity on. They're given, yes, to to propel them in um, and they know it stronger than, than a lot of people in this world. Um, and John's just one example of our children. And, um, you can see, you've seen 10 more. You've met 10 more. And, um, like I said, they are just, they're here to be that testimony today because they are all, they all know exactly what it has done in their life. And they are so happy to be able to share that, um, with you folks today and t- with as many people as we can meet in this world. So I think we're about ready to get started for the second half. This is the exciting stuff, involves these back here. I know you were wondering. They're gonna do some incredible things back here. So without further ado, if you could please help me welcome the choir back. Thank you.
0: That's how they overcome them. they're not people and she has to take
2: all learned a little something, right? You, can, you, got, you guys can all come up and try this a little bit later, see how well it works. Uh-huh. They're going to catch their breath for just a moment, and we're going to share a short video. And this video is just kind of, you know, these kids, they're just full of joy. They're full of joy and so happy, and um, and they bring that to everybody that come by. But it, you know, they, it does take away from the circumstances that a lot of our kids in our program come from, because It's not like the world you and I know, and so this video shows a little bit more about that.
3: Children are children no matter where they live. They love to smile, tell secrets, play games, sing songs. But for many children, life is difficult. And most days, there isn't anything to smile about. They are young and should have a future filled with hope. But living a life of poverty isn't a lot to hope for. Instead of going to school, they work hard just to survive. Some of them are exploited as cheap labor. Working day in and day out, there isn't a lot to hope for. Some children are thankful if they get just one meal a day. And without enough to eat, there isn't a lot to hope for. Some children are orphans. They have lost their mom or dad. Both twades. They've been abandoned they are all alone. They should have someone to put them to bed at night and sing songs to them while they fall asleep. But without a mom or dad, there isn't a lot to hope for. All over the world, children live without the most basic human rights. Clean water. Food. A secure home. They should have a way to go to school to receive an education that will give them a future filled with hope and put an end to poverty for good but without an education there isn't a lot to hope for children are children no matter where they live but for many children there isn't a lot to hope for for many children Life feels hopeless.
2: So this video kind of highlights a reality that that you and I probably don't see every day. You know, it's a different world out there, and um, and it also challenges us where is their hope for all these kids out there cuz there are so many without this opportunity and um and the hope is in you the hope is in all of us um, god gives us a lot of power and he gives us a lot of blessings in whatever way he may and um and it, it only takes one person to make this huge difference in a person in another person's life um and Charles, this is charles hi charles yes He's really tired. And no, not tired, really? Are you sure? We're jumping pretty high there. (laughs) And how old are you? 14. Charles is 14. And he has a pretty big dream when he grows up. What do you wanna be when you grow up?
0: Electrical engineer.
2: Charles wants to be an electrical engineer when he grows up. Yeah. (laughs) And Charles, you know, he is he is such a great kid, and he's, he's got an opportunity ahead of him, and he's going he's gonna to take it somewhere. In um, James 1.27, God does call us. He calls us to look after the orphans and the widows. And there are a lot of, a lot of people in our family of God that, that come from circumstances that you and I can't even comprehend. Um, and it, but God also does call us to put deed and works to our faith, and he, and he challenges us. And he, and he calls us to do his work throughout the Bible. And, and we want to challenge you today. Um, he has given us power, like I said. And we can, we can be the difference in someone else's life. So we want to challenge you today to sponsor a child. It's $38 a month to sponsor a child. And um, we have some tables set up out in the foyer with some passports. They have little photos. This, they have photos of children a little bit about them. Charles used to be one of them. He used to be on the, one of those passports. And now he's here. Not only does he want to be an electrical engineer and he's in school, he gets to be on this tour and be a soldier for this cause, right? And he gets to represent that. And he does it with gusto. Yeah. Doesn't he? Thank you. <laughs> and it it shows, shows in each one of these children yeah, what they can do with that opportunity and what it has done for their life. And um, and You can just imagine there are so many more children out there in this world that haven't had that opportunity yet. And whether it's they don't have parents to put them in school or they don't have enough money to, to feed their children and help send them to school. There's many reasons, but um, this is just one opportunity to help turn that process around. We're gonna, we wanna educate the world so that they can educate their next generation and we can reverse the cycle, po- cycle of poverty as we know it. And that, yes, we can all live in a much, much better world. So that's one way, if you're looking to get involved today, the way you can do that. Like I said, we have tables set up our teacher Agnes and our choir director Petwell will be out at the tables to answer any of your questions. So, and the kids will be as well. So please go talk to them. Go say hello. Um, another way, if you're looking to get involved today, we are going to be taking a love offering, like Greg said. There, I believe we passed out some in your bulletin. You got a little half, envelope, or a half sheet of paper with an envelope. Um, those are our response devices. So if you would like to contribute to the love offering today and fill one of those out, we would love to get you a tax-deductible receipt. Um, and you make, make your checks to child care worldwide. That's our organization. And um, so we're going to do that in just a moment. I'm going to invite Pastor Alan up to conduct our offering. While he's on our way, again, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to this church. You made us feel like family. I can tell you right now we don't want to leave. And um, we, will, we will be sad to see all of you, uh, see, see you go. So thank you so much.
4: bless you as you give, make out your checks to child care worldwide as Shea quoted, James one twenty seven says pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this to visit the widows and the orphans in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world and we must do our part, so if you're interested there's opportunities to become a monthly sponsor of a child you got an orphan's choir once again Today we are baptizing seven people. Isn't that awesome? A verse that you may not hear quoted very often is from the writings of Peter that said, As the flood saved Noah, so does baptism now save us. And we often don't think of the flood saving Noah. We think of the ark saving Noah from the flood, right? Right? But the flood saved Noah from a wicked world in that the water separated him from wickedness that would have led him astray. And so in the call to visit the widows and orphans according to James 1.27, we are also to keep ourselves unspotted from the world. And I believe that as we begin to obey the Lord, he begins to do a work of cleansing in our lives. And water baptism is an act of cleansing. It's an act of obedience. We've, we've chosen to leave to leave our self-willed life, to live a God-willed life. And it doesn't mean we're instantly made perfect, but that we start on a road where he separates us from the world and he keeps us in a lifestyle that begins to make us less and less spotted and less and less like the world. And so there's seven people here today who've chosen to be separated from the world through the water's of baptism. The first person to be baptized is Allison Defoe. If you could come up with your family and after Allison will be Isaac Gordon. So can we give a hand for Allison Defoe and her family? Amen. Allison and I visited earlier this week. I'm going to ask you a question I asked you again the other day. Do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe that he died for our sins? Do you believe that he's risen from the dead? Have you given him your life? Miss Allison Defoe, upon the confession of your faith and in obedience to the Lord Jesus, it is my honor and privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and of the Holy Spirit. Planted in the likeness of his death, rising to walk in the newness of life. Lord, just bless Allison, Fill her to overflowing with your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Next we will have the family of Isaac Gordon. Isaac's going to obey the Lord by being baptized, and after Isaac will be Caleb Sistrunk. Can we give Isaac and the Gordon family a hand? Isaac, do you believe in Jesus? Yes. Do you believe that he died for your sins? You believe that he's risen from the dead. Have you given him your life? Mr. Isaac Gordon, upon the confession of your faith and obedience to the Bible, I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, planted in the likeness of his death, rising to walk in the newness of life. Lord, just bless Isaac. Fill him with your spirit. Lead him in your will. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Next we'll have Caleb Sistrunk, and after Caleb will be Dalton Reynolds. All right, can we give Caleb and his family a hand? Caleb, do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Do you believe that he's risen from the dead? Have you answered the call to follow him? All right, Caleb, upon the confession of your faith and in obedience to Jesus, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and of the Holy Spirit. Planted in the likeness of his death, rise in the walk, the newness of life. Lord, just fill him to overflow him with your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Okay, Dalton Reynolds, you are next, and then we will have Samantha Baker. So Dalton, come right on with your family. Dalton, do you believe that Jesus Christ died for our sins? Do you believe that he rose from the dead? Have you given him your life? You want to follow him, right? Dalton Reynolds, upon the confession of your faith and obedience to Jesus, it's my honor to baptize you in his name, the name of the Father and of the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ and of the Holy Spirit. Plan in the likeness of his death. Rise into walk in newness of life. Lord, just fill Dalton to overflow with your spirit. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Samantha Baker and then Chris Willis.
3: All right. All
4: right, Samantha, do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Do you believe he's risen from the dead? Have you given him your life? Are you ready to do this? All right, Samantha, upon the confession of your faith and in obedience to our Lord Jesus, I now baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Plant in the likeness of his death. Rise to walk in newness of life. Lord, just fill Samantha to overflow with your spirit. Lead her all the days of her life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Chris Willis. Chris, come right on. Chris is a newcomer to Granbury, moved here from Florida, and now he's following Jesus in the waters of baptism. Come right on up. After Chris will be in, Amanda. I have a couple questions to ask you. Do you believe in Jesus? Yes. Do you believe he died for your sins? Yes. Do you believe that he's risen from the dead? Definitely. Are you ready to obey him and become his follower? I hope so. Mr. Willis? On the confession of your faith and in obedience to our Lord and Commander, Jesus Christ. I now baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, and of the Holy Spirit, planted in the likeness of his death, rising to walk in the newness of life. Lord, bless Chris. Fill him with your Holy Spirit, Lord. Use him all the days of his life, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amanda, do you love Jesus? You believe he died for your sins? Yes, sir. That he's risen from the dead? Yes, sir. Are you doing this to become his follower? Yes, sir. Miss Amanda Lambert, it's my honor and privilege and obedience to our Lord's command to baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and of the Holy Spirit, planted in the likeness of his death. Rising to walk in the newness of life. (laughs) Hallelujah. Lord, bless Amanda. Fill her to overflow with your spirit. In Jesus' name, use her all the days of her life for your glory and your glory alone. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. There was a man from Ethiopia who was ready to obey the Lord. And he said, here's water. Can I be baptized? And Philip the Evangelist said, if you believe with all your heart, and he said, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. If you're here today and you believe Jesus is the Son of God, that He died for your sins and risen from the dead, here's water. What does hinder you from being baptized? We have towels and we even have emergency robes for those that forgot to bring clothes. So let me know after service. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. And may you do all that you can do with your gifts to spread the hope of salvation around the world starting at home. Amen.
5: Good morning and welcome to Generation Church. My name is Jennifer and here is an exciting event going on. Coming up September 14th and 15th is our Freedom Generation Church Women's Conference at the Granbury Convention Center. For only $20 per person, women of all ages from the 6th grade on up are going to gather for this year's amazing Freedom Conference. This year we're excited to announce Dr. Shannon Crawford will be our special guest who will share scriptural ways to get unstuck from besetting things such as depression, hopelessness, loneliness and the overwhelming feelings. Her teachings will help us to individually find the freedom that Jesus died to give us as well as equip us to help others get free. Even if you don't have these issues, this will be an opportunity to help others find a deeper level of wholeness. Dr. Crawford is a very anointed woman of God, and we believe that you will be touched in a powerful way by our great physician through her wonderful ministry. Today, after service, sign up at the table in the foyer. Remember that the Bible promises that it is for freedom that Christ sets us free. So let's pursue our liberty in Him at this year's Freedom Women's Conference. And that is just one of the many great things happening here at Generations Church.